American people stand firm in the faith which has inspired this nation from the beginning. We believe that all men have a right to equal justice under law and equal opportunity to share in the common good. We believe that all men have the right to freedom of thought and expression. We believe that all men are created equal because they are created in the image of God. From this faith, we will not be moved. Hello, God bless America, and welcome to the Freedom of Thought podcast. I'm your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan. Freedom of Thought is available on all your favorite podcasting apps. Thank you for downloading and listening to the show. It is always a pleasure to have you joining me today. Well, right now, I'm kind of relaxing <laughs> next to a fire. Pretty fun way, uh, fun way to do a podcast, I guess, or at least a segment of one. And I've been listening to a podcast called... Now I had it up. Okay, the podcast is Heavenly with Randy Podcast, or Heaven with Randy Podcast, and then the title of the episode is He Died, Went to Hell, Saw Hitler, and and I lost it. But yeah, basically, yeah, he saw the different pits and Hitler and everything, and, and what comes next will shock you and all that. Um, yep, I'm listening to it for a second time. I listened to it first time about a month ago and such. And it's just, I wanted to talk a bit about familiar spirits and the deception that's going on out there where people think they're seeing ghosts and this and that it is a huge deception you know things like ghost adventures really it's a cool show you know this paranormal talk and all that um but the important thing that people need to understand is you think you're talking to your grandmother or your aunt or whatever the heck or great great grandmother or who knows your your ex you know your your ex your your, your wife or your daughter or whatever, somebody that died, you know, before you, you are not talking to that person. You're talking to a familiar spirit. It's a, demo, it's a demon, uh, demonic entity imitating that person. See, unfortunately, due to our great uh, <laughs> disadvantage, these beings can transform into people and can, tra- can turn into these images of people. Uh, or what we think are people and they're not it's not them it's not them um, it's a demonic entity deceiving you uh, and in many cases if you ask them questions they can't answer you because they can't they can't answer you because they're you know they're not who you think they are uh, there was a case where my, my mother's stepmother, so like my step-grandmother, you could say. I never met her, of course, because she died back in the mid-70s. Uh, had, a, had a seizure and was uh, suffocated herself in her sleep. Pretty crazy stuff. Uh, circa 74, 75, somewhere around there, mid-70s. This is when this took place. Um, not long before that, she had a dream. And of course, her husband, my mother's real father, my mother's real father, my grandfather, Ray Willard, was in the dream. He had died of a heart attack in '73. Ironically, on February 18th, 1973, uh, how many years? 40 years to the day of something. Was it 30 years to the day of uh, something quite scary happening in my life? I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> and. He came in her dream, uh, uh, you know, apparently a familiar spirit, 
and he told her, come with me. And she asked where, and he just looked at her, no answer. And he kept saying, come with me. And she kept saying where, and he kept not answering. That's like a, a form of a familiar spirit. And where do you think he wanted, where do you think the familiar spirit, not necessarily my grandfather, that doesn't mean it's my grandfather's in hell, but it could mean the familiar spirit is. Well, it does mean that. Familiar spirits are in hell. And whenever they say, come with me, come with me, watch the heck out. Because they ain't taking you to heaven, folks. Familiar spirits are not taking you to heaven. Demons will credit. Demons want to tug on you and bring you down to hell with them. That's what they want, these demonic entities. And it is uh, really frightening stuff at the end of the day when you consider what's really happening and how people get deceived and on the TV shows, like, this will change how you look at death and this and that. And, oh, you're speaking to your mother. You're speaking to your grandmother. You're speaking to your lost daughter. She died in a car accident a month ago. And, you know, there was an episode about that on Ghost Adventures. And it's like, that's not your daughter. That's not your wife. That's not this. That's not that. It is a demonic entity trying to deceive you. And they're laughing at you. Um, and at the same time, when you have like a haunted place, say like an old, old you know abandoned building that's been shut that's been shut down for fifty years or something, and and paranormal activity happens there, it's <laughs> it's similar in a sense of the reason why these familiar spirits are there is because these demonic entities helped something terrible happen at that place, like a murder, a a terrible fire, something like that that burnt, killed people, you know, like. Terrible fires where people were burned to death in the basement of like these old, 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 old buildings in the 1800s or whatever the heck these stories are. It's all demonic entities one way or another. Um, and a lot of times those demonic entities reenact the terrible event that took place because, well, they helped cause it and they're celebrating it. And they're like, look what we did, ha, ha, ha. Look what we did, ha, ha, ha. And it just keeps going back. It keeps replaying like a broken record. Uh, and where these paranormal people call it uh, basically like it's a residual effect of what happened. It's a spiritual, uh, you know, what do they call it? Signature left here back in 1890 or 1990, whatever the heck year it was. That's, what, that's what's really going on, folks. They are familiar spirits. And other cases that took place, like paranormal activity, this and that, um, Another thing with Ghost Adventures, again, <laughs> I keep coming back to that one because that one has the most graphic and interesting stuff going on. I, you know, would never dare to watch anything involving, like, you know, like psychic medium crap. I, I am, that is as ungodly as it gets. I don't believe in that. Pardon me, a plane is going overhead. It's a little too loud. I apologize. As the fire's flaring up on the side here now, <laughs> the little fire, it's a little fire in a fire pit. But, um, yeah, it's campfire talk here. This is campfire talk, folks. It's perfect campfire talk. Um, but what took place in this case is how they have those devices that can see the different temperatures and how, you know, these spirits are always colder. And that's demonic forces. They're always colder. And the main guy of Ghost Adventures said, basically, he wanted to see what would happen when he mentions the name of Jesus. And he said, in the name of Jesus, be gone, basically, something along those lines, like a biblical scripture, be gone in the name of Jesus. And the entity, it was like a, you know, just like a little kind of like a ball or something. Not not a ball, but like it was a bit of an entity that like deformed. You can't really see it really well because 
spirit world and real world are not in the same dimension, it trembled and vanished. And what does the Bible say? When you call upon the name of Jesus for them to, to leave, they will tremble and, and go away. I was like blown away, absolutely blown away that this, this secular TV show <laughs> tapped into something pretty amazing and <laughs> proved the Bible once again. And funny how they didn't go back to that part. Of course not. <laughs> Deep down, maybe they knew. But uh, they're like, oh my God. You know, at the same time, yeah, it literally like shook like this. It shook and just disappeared. I was like, holy moly, holy Toledo. That's 100% the Bible right there. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, wow, that's awesome. Praise the Lord. Hey, you know, there's, there's evidence. There's evidence right there of <laughs> more truth from the Bible. Uh, another interesting thing, though, that uh, was actually early in this podcast that you'll hear if you uh, if you care to look it up and listen to it. Since you're listening to me, you can listen to any podcast. Again, I guess it would be called, it would be episode nine of this Heaven with Randy podcast. He died, went to hell, saw Hitler, and what comes next will shock you. Uh, in the early stages, when this guy had, he died of he went in shock because he drank contaminated water. He went in shock like a few days later. He was at some. Uh, work site or something and somebody gave him contaminated water unintentionally i would hope <laughs> and um he was being you know when he went downward or whatever he was it looked like he was going towards the light or whatever well at first he went to you know, he met with jesus and jesus said you can't enter heaven which would be the scariest words of all time and then they went into this weird strange place again you'll hear about this obviously like this you know dark place throw vortex i'm not going to go too much into detail like and then spoil the whole darn thing for you but what happened was the trickery the trickery of it all is at the very beginning when they first get there all these people everybody everybody that goes to hell they're tricked that they are in paradise all the familiar spirits these people that died earlier in their life like their family members friends this and that that have died you know before before them or whatever come there and greet them happily that they're in paradise you're in paradise you know you made it aren't you happy to see me and all this stuff and maybe it's a grandmother or whatever she's going to bake cookies for you or whatever the heck it is and all along the entire time they're familiar spirits that are demonic entities and not long after that they reveal their true form and you realize where you are and you're screwed which is really sad and terrible, beyond belief, horrifying. Um, but instead, in this man's case, he kept getting toured around, toured around, and he saw the same thing happening to all these other people and all that. Uh, it's absolutely a fascinating listen that I highly recommend. Um, but again, it shows, again, again, the familiar spirits. That's what's happening. They can't wait to bring you down there. If, like, say, you're, you're not right with God, they can't wait to bring you down into that place where I'm sure they're suffering as well, and where they're going to ultimately suffer long-term in the lake of fire, as the Bible says. Uh, it is an incredible <laughs> revelation of, as to what's really going on, and something I'll probably go deeper into in future shows as I continue, because obviously I can't go on forever and ever and all that, but it's just amazing revelation in this particular episode and it's something that i wanted to pass on to you out there anybody you know when you when you hear about paranormal activity and paranormal this and paranormal that watch out absolutely 
watch the heck out. Uh, it's it's interesting, I suppose, and everything, but at the same time, you got to realize what you're dealing with here. These are not ghosts. These are not, <laughs> you know, these uh, they're not friendly. They're not your friends. They're not your relatives. They're your eternal enemies, and they work for your eternal enemy. And they would love to see you join them in the wrong place for eternity. They would love to, because misery loves company. And that's the whole danger of all this. Uh, don't be deceived. Don't be deceived, uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, out there. Uh, get, get right with God. That's all I got to say, because it's all real. Uh, again, highly recommend that one. Do download and listen to it. And I'm trying to think of is there anything else? Because, again, I'm kind of doing this on the fly here. Again, he did see Adolf Hitler. Oh, yes, the other thing that he talked about, and, again, I don't want to spoil the whole thing and ruin it for you, but it's just, again, the whole familiar spirit type of stuff and all that. Those same creatures <laughs> harass you forever in hell and replay all the stupid and bad things you did throughout your life, all the crooked, dishonest things you did. You know, that helped get you there, so to speak. <laughs> they, keep, they keep rubbing it in your face over and over and over again and beating you up and beating you up and rubbing it in and beating you up. It just never stops. And that's kind of the theme of the, the episode and all that. And again, he also apparently went to heaven later. So, of course, this man went from an agnostic or atheist to a full-blown Christian, which is fantastic, because how could you not after experiencing all that? Um, so he goes to heaven later on, I guess. I actually haven't listened to that episode yet, so I'm going to catch up with that one, and maybe we'll talk about that one next <laughs> in, a, in a future episode at some point. Probably won't be the absolute next episode, but maybe, maybe, this and that. Uh, with that said, though, let's look into the mailbag as we uh, try to move forward here. I'm not sure there's a whole lot of a mailbag at this moment, <laughs> but maybe for that I'll take a quick break and return. Unfortunately, there is no <laughs> mailbag this week uh, or for this episode. I apologize for that. So with that said, I probably should look to wrap this thing up momentarily so I don't get bit to death. Uh, mosquitoes are starting to pop out already, but I suppose it is almost June. It is Memorial Weekend and this and that. Um, so instead, I'm going to talk about Memorial Day a little bit real quick. My, now, now's the time to do it, right? Uh, now's the time to do it. Little fire's growing here, which is good, I guess. Scare the mosquitoes away, right? Unfortunately, dew is forming in the grass, which is disappointing. Can't be getting humid this early in the year, but I guess so. Um, but with that said, though, I want to remember the. I want to remember Memorial Day the way it should be remembered. Not that uh, how wonderful it is that Joe Biden is president, because that's about as not wonderful as it gets. It's one of the stupidest, worst things that could ever happen to this country. And at the same time, again, I just want to thank uh, all the armed forces from <clears throat> all the way back to the Revolutionary War, and you could even argue before that, 
Not everything every soldier has ever done in this country was a good thing. We all understand that, like the General Custers and such. <laughs> like General Custer and such, obviously. But generally speaking, the armed forces that at very minimum risked their lives, sacrificed so many, so many days, weeks, months, and years of their lives, and thankfully, in those cases, came home alive from wars and operations throughout the world, again, dating at least back to the Revolutionary War up to today, if not before that. I uh, just want to thank them so much. All the many, many lives lost during the course of time, during the, Revolution, uh, during the Revolutionary War, the War of 1812, of course, when England tried one more time, the Civil War, the, uh, the Civil War, uh, all the kind of different scary things that happened in between then, uh, all the way up to World War One, which a lot of Civil War veterans were still living, believe it or not, for that, which a lot of people may or may not think about. That's kind of interesting to imagine. There were older people, like at that point, like a Vietnam veteran would be today. Just imagine that. Yep. Yeah, they got to see a, lot, a chunk of them got to see World War One. Isn't that crazy? When things were quite different with airplanes and tanks already. Crazy to think that's already a hundred years ago, though. Uh, World War One, World War Two. The uh, Korean War in the 50s, Vietnam War in the 60s and 70s, Iraq 1 in 91, Iraq 2 in 2003 for, and lasted for a very, very long time, Afghanistan, other operations throughout the world, Kosovo and all that, uh, and praying to God that we don't somehow find our way into a huge war in Europe here. This is the first major war in Europe since uh, the since World War II in the 40s. Um, you're just hoping and praying that we don't enter that. But I remember want to remember all those lives lost, and again, lives risked, uh, the injuries, everything these men and women did for this country to protect it, and also the the medical forces that helped these soldiers, you know, survive, protected them risked their lives and maybe also were killed in combat or an unfortunate uh, situation, unexpected situations that may have taken place, like bombings of places that were just completely unexpected out of nowhere. Just want to remember each and every one of them. And God bless you all so, 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 so much. God bless the United States of America. Thank you, every one of you that served this country again and in so many forms. Uh, huge, huge shout out to Mark Carlson, of course, served in Iraq one. Uh, his father, I believe, served in Vietnam. Please forgive me if I'm saying it wrong. Uh, his grandfather may have served in World War II. I'm not completely sure. So please, again, forgive my ignorance if I am wrong there. Uh, my grandfather did serve in World War II. Yes, that's that uh, Ray, Ray Willard that I mentioned earlier. He served in World War II as a colonel, amazingly. And uh, health prevented him from becoming a general. Can you imagine that? He almost was a general. That's absolutely crazy. Ray Willard, who was a mayor uh, of Skyline in Mankato years ago, uh, his brother and my great uncle or granduncle, however you call it, Hugh, Hugh Willard, also served in World War II and was a fire chief <laughs> in uh, <laughs> Skyline, which is by Mankato there. It's kind of like a suburb of Mankato, like a little area of Mankato, kind of cool. It's like you think about it, it's like the it's like the Golden Valley of Mankato, I guess, which is funny, but it, it works. It, it was there. It really happened. So <laughs> kind of cool that that all took place way back in the day, uh, you know, back in the 50s, 60s, I believe. Um, pretty darn cool. So, again, huge shout out to each and every one of you. God bless you.
Um, I wish I knew more veterans. I, I really do. But the ones that I do know, thank you so, 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 so much. God bless each and every one of you on this amazing day. I'm going to look to get to the uh, Lakewood Cemetery where they have a lot of uh, armed forces areas like the GAR and such and Civil War veterans, World War veterans. It'd be amazing if you could go back to the Revolutionary War, but no, Civil War is as far back as Minnesota goes. As I believe more Minnesotans died in the police, forgive me if I'm wrong again, because this is what I've heard, doesn't mean it's accurate, but more Minnesotans died in the Battle of Gettysburg than anywhere than from any other state in the U.S., which again I find extremely strange if that's true because, well, I mean, Minnesota was, Minnesota was incorporated in 1858. And the Civil War, Civil War started in 61, so I, I guess, I guess, I guess anything is possible, right? The first settlers first started coming here in like 52, 53, 52, because uh, it was the treaty with the Native Americans. A lot of states and, and regions opened up around that time. So that was interesting. James, <laughs> the first one of the first settlers here that named the Golden Valley came around that time. James Varner argued, they argued that he named the city just by saying this is my golden valley so kind of cool because he saw a bunch of uh, golden daffodils at the bottom of a big 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 hill by lakes and by a swingy lake so pretty cool pretty cool thought there i don't know why i went and bandered off into that but uh that's why i just find it a little weird about uh minnesota having the most deaths in the civil war of uh civil war battle of gettysburg I could be wrong. It could be all false information. If so, please forgive me. But I'm just, <laughs> don't quote me on it. That I'm the biggest Civil War genius ever. But I do care very much about it. And I'd like to learn more and more, if humanly possible, and possibly offer more of it on the show. And maybe even have somebody on as a guest that has more knowledge on the Civil War, the Revolutionary War, and all, all of that. Um, I've learned a lot about the Revolutionary War as well. Again, how on Christmas Day, George Washington... Uh, decided, yeah, the only, you know, this is a chance to <laughs> to gain some momentum in this war that we're losing to the powerful, the mighty British. How George Washington decided we're gonna we're gonna attack Trenton, New Jersey, because the forces there are pretty weak, actually, and it's Christmas Day. They're not gonna be ready for us, so let's go for it. Uh, things were delayed greatly because of the weather and the conditions and all that. It was very, very difficult. The river was freezing as they were heading there. Temperatures were hovering around that freezing point on Christmas Day. It ended up being in the nighttime, so like kind of post-Christmas, but you know what I mean. People were all, you know, hung over one way or another from their Christmas break, so to speak, in the war. And that's when the, uh, Washington and the troops easily took Trenton, New Jersey, and that was a huge momentum push for the revolutionary uh, forces. So, again, that's another way to really remember Memorial Day is a battle like that because a battle and 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 uh risking your life and putting in that extra push and coming through in the clutch that washington did yeah george washington was clutch <laughs> he was clutch he came through in the clutch they say he wasn't the greatest strategic genius of all time but he came through in the clutch and that's what the best do come through in the clutch <laughs> so that's kind of a sports analogy of George Washington, if you can believe it. <laughs> if, if that's possible. Sorry, I'm like messing around with the fire now. Um, and I'm sure they had plenty of campfires in those days, the Revolutionary Troops. I can imagine sitting around those campfires and hearing what those men had to say back then and even maybe years later. God, wouldn't that be something to go back in time and see 
those men and talk to those men. It would be an unbelievable honor. It truly would. Maybe maybe someday in heaven we'll see them. Hopefully we'll see a, a big chunk of them. Out of respect, I have to jump this in here really quick. Uh, at the last second, Mark Carlson, the guy I'd been mentioning, <laughs> posted something about Memorial Day. So, so there's a last second mailbag addition to this episode. Again, really sorry for the <laughs> last second jump in here. He says, uh, think of all the blood, sweat, and tears, all sacrifices made so we can remain free. Now think of all the freedom surrendered for every reason today. Honestly, the Constitution is our guarantee. We don't need executive orders. We need a. We don't need a green tax or a carbon tax either. I wonder what our World War II generation would say about things today. What a shame. Yeah, I think they would be absolutely devastated. Um, yep, there's a video with all the soldiers, uh, you know, in the graveyard, uh, the the in the cemetery with the flags fluttering in the wind. Um, so that's a description there. But no, I mean they would be very disappointed, very uh, devastated seeing what's going on today. And just imagine the Revolutionary War, Civil War, World War One, all the generations before seeing what's going on today and all the nonsense and all the perversion and all the lies and deception that the government has uh, per- uh, perpetrated on us. Uh, it is terrible. Along with, uh, again, General, General slash President Eisenhower saying that uh, he was warning us about the military-industrial complex and all of that in his uh, at the end in his exit speech as he was uh, again his his uh, two terms were up, and he warned us about the military industrial complex and all the dangers of that as well, how uh, things would be used for the wrong purposes, and that's very much what's been going on. Uh, Michael Savage has also talked about the uh, the media industrial complex. That's another thing, that's been a huge huge form of deception to scare people and control people into heading in the wrong direction. So, again, thank you, Mark. I had to get this in here. The show was actually posting, so hopefully this didn't cause any type of chaos. I would have felt awful had I just kind of said, oh, yep, I mean, it's, it's too late, Mark. I, I can't. So I had to get this on here. So, again, out of respect. And Mark is probably as good a supporter as there is for freedom of thought. So how could I not get this on the episode? So thank you for getting it on there. It had posted up slightly before part of slightly before I was uploading, but I wasn't paying attention. So I wish I checked. I wish I saw it. Thank you, Mark. Um, he probably, he probably, there's no way he knew I was going to randomly record like that. So again, it's my own fault. I should have posted something before I started the show. So maybe I'll try to do that in the future to get, uh, you know, if somebody wants to say something quick, go ahead and say it as I'm recording the first segment. With that said, God bless all of you and God bless the United States of America. Mm-hmm.